Empower Radio presents the Dr. Julie Show, all things connected. Break through the illusion of separation, explore the infinite field of possibility, and make connections that inspire. Now, here's your host, Dr. Julie Crawl. Hello and welcome everyone. You're listening to the Dr. Julie Show, all things connected, and I am Dr. Julie Crawl. Hey, today our minds, our emotions, our relationships, and our bodies may be a little out of kilter. Can you feel it? Do you sense it? Some of us know it, but we tend to ignore it until something brings us up short. A worrying diagnosis, a broken relationship, the death of a loved one, or simply an inability to function harmoniously in everyday life. We're going to explore a modern-day prescription made from ancient wisdom today. Our guest suggests you can feel better in a few days, begin to clear your mind and heal your brain in a week, and in six weeks, be on your way to effectively growing a new body. Yep, I said that, growing a new body. What does it mean? Well, one that mends rapidly, ages gracefully, and keeps you connected to spirit, to the earth and to a renewed sense of purpose in your life. I invite you to take a few deep breaths, bring your awareness into this moment, open your mind, connect with your heart, and settle into your essential self as I welcome our guest. Dr. Alberto Vialdo is a psychologist and medical anthropologist. He studied the healing practices of the Amazon and Inca shamans for more than 25 years. While at San Francisco State University, he founded the Biological Self-Regulation Laboratory to study how the mind creates psychosomatic health and disease. Dr. Vialdo directs the Four Winds Society, where he trains individuals throughout the world in the practice of energy medicine. Founder of the Four Winds Society, Alberto instructs individuals throughout the world in the practice of energy medicine, like I said, and Dr. Vialdo has written numerous best-selling books, including Shaman Healer Sage, The Four Insights, Courageous Dreaming, and Power Up Your Brain. Welcome, Dr. Vialdo. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be with you, Dr. Joy. Oh, it's so nice to have you here, and even your voice is so healing, just feeling that Mm. yumminess just resonating through, so I'm really happy to have this conversation with you today. Likewise. I'm delighted to be with you. Mm, Thank you. We have a little tradition here on our show, Dr. Vialdo, that I like to start out really anchoring our conversation in a bigger perspective, and I like to get people's ideas about this meme, so I'm going to start off with our traditional question. What does all things connected mean to you? Uh, you know, this is this would be like asking a fish what does water mean to it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the uh, there's to me what stuns me is how we have managed to believe in separation when uh, the the nature of of reality is oneness and this is uh, it's oneness is one spirit you know we we think that we are a thousand different souls in a shopping mall but in spirit there's only one of us so that's the uh, that's what permeates all life and then we for a short while believe we have a personal history and 
dramas and traumas that occurred to us, and that, uh, and then we go into suffering. But then we wake up one day, hopefully before we die, and uh, and we go, wow, hmm, what what a what a story that was, and how did I end up subscribing to it? Who signed me up for that one? So that's the long answer. Mm. I love the fish out of water, the fish and water thing. That's, that's just a, a perfect analogy as well. Well, let's, since you mentioned one spirit and that's the title of your book, let's, let's dig into that. What, what is one spirit medicine and, and why is this important now on our planet? Well, it's important because we've become so disconnected from nature and from ourselves to stay with the connectedness theme. And uh, this is when you meet the ancient wisdom keepers, the medicine men and women of the Hopi, of the Maya, of the Inca, of the Andes. And I spent 25 years in the Amazon and in the high mountains of the Andes working with them. When you ask them, what is the, why are we so sick in the West? You know, why does, why when you, if you live to be 85 years old, you have 50% chance of having diagnosable Alzheimer's. This is our statistic in the West and not in the indigenous people. They don't have any, they don't have cancer. They don't have heart disease. They don't have Alzheimer's and the, um, and they'll tell you, ah, that's because we have forgotten one spirit because we have become disconnected from ourselves and from our destiny. And, um, and the process of healing has to do with, rediscovering your oneness and your destiny. Re- coming back into, it's a remembering of what you were born to do here in this life, what you came here to do. Today, it's not so easy to do that because today we have been exposed to so many toxic chemicals and environmental poisons. And, you know, I remember as a child, the thermometer broke I play with the mercury. And remember mercury wiggling in your hand? Did you ever do that as a child? Mm, yeah. <laughs> and this is toxic. And the, of course, the, the shamans of old didn't have to deal with mercury or with lead plumbing like we all grew up with or with aluminum cook pots or with pesticides. So they could access these states of oneness a lot more easily. And then they could create psychosomatic health. And when we don't, of course, we end up creating psychosomatic disease. So in One Spirit Medicine, I talk about ancient recipes for, um, for detoxing the emotions and detoxifying the brain and, re- and upgrading the quality of the brain, which is how we interface with spirit. You know, I really appreciate that about the book because you you not only talk about all these ancient ways, but you really do move it into an evolutionary edge, a new way of looking at it that that integrates the neuroscience and the energetics. And it's really beautiful. And I I do want to say One Spirit Medicine does look at upgrading our brain and detoxing our bodies, but then it gives us a lot of really superfoods and super prescriptions and then really digs deeper into the spirituality. Let's mm-hmm. and I and I also just want to pause and say thank you for the term psychosomatic health. 
we often just hear about psychosomatic illness and disease, but we never really talk about psychosomatic health. I love how you've tied that into the indigenous people. You're also a scientist. What's the neuroscience behind this? You know, science is really sexy today. I mean, it's amazing. (laughs) And we have to, we can't just be old style shamans that are shaking rattles and waving feathers, but we have to be the neuroscientists. And and the shamans of old were the first neuroscientists. They discovered, you know, the nature's pharmacy in the Amazon. So the, um, the neuroscience is fascinating because if you live in disconnection and if you're stressed out, your brain is producing the stress hormones, which are uh, cortisol and adrenaline. And the more coffee you drink, the less you sleep, the, the more hyped up you are. If you're checking your email every 20 minutes, if you are watching the news uh, more than three minutes a day, you are stuck in fight or flight. And when you can't fight and you can't flee, which we can't anymore. This is an old mechanism when you could run away from the lion. If you can't fight and you can't flee, then you end up in paralysis. And your brain becomes like a pickle in this, in this juice of adrenaline and cortisol that's very toxic to the brain. And, the, um, and if you're able to, and in one spirit medicine, I present ancient shamanic and contemporary ways that you can reset the fight or flight system so that you can live in a world that is safe again and that you're not hyped up, that we're not going 100 miles an hour and getting nowhere. Um, You come into this place of calm by resetting the fight or flight. Then, and the fight or flight is regulated by a gland known as the uh, pituitary, which is the legendary sixth chakra. Then when you are able to step out of fight or flight, the pineal gland that's at the center of the brain to start producing the spirit molecules, not the stress molecules, the spirit molecules. And the spirit molecules are produced when you take a neurotransmitter, serotonin, and you add a methyl ring to it, you methylate it, and you end up turning serotonin which the pineal does every night. It turns it into melatonin, which is what helps us to sleep. But if you tweak it just a little more, it turns it into the psychedelics, into psilocybin and and dimethyltryptamine, ayahuasca. So here is the brain producing the chemicals that bring you into the state of oneness. You know, they don't it doesn't produce enough to get you high or have you hallucinate. smallest grain of sand to the largest galaxy. But you cannot begin, the brain cannot produce the stress chemicals and the bliss chemicals. Find that deep place of stillness, of relaxation. And you do that through that repair and upgrade the brain. Because torture for you. Yeah, I remember how many years I tried to sit there to meditate. It would be going nuts. You know, I'd be thinking of who I had to call and my to-do list. And and now I can go into this place of quiet and it's heavenly because I've repaired and upgraded the brain. And you can do this today with 
uh, superfoods that we can get in the health food store, like, like the omega-3 fatty acids and others. I had to do it in the Amazon with horrible tasting roots and barks. And then after six weeks is all it takes to upgrade the And then you can begin to have a profound communion with all of creation. But you have to upgrade your brain to do that. It's been too affected by the stress that we live under and, and by the pesticides and by the mercury in our fillings and by the, by the toxins in our food. So that's the formula for one spirit, and we we have the science for it. Yeah, it's really it's really a nice prescription when it's grounded into science, and I really appreciate how you talk about it. Um, you had to you know chew on roots and and get it from this you know this pretty what do I want to say, rudimentary kind of way in the world where you're experiencing the plants directly yeah. and what have you. But now we have supplements and foods and organics that, that do the same thing. You know, I remember being in the deep in the Amazon jungle. I, I had a research grant from a pharmaceutical company, a, a big Swiss pharmaceutical giant. And they wanted to discover the next great cancer cure. And they funded me for a few months, and I went into villages way in deep into off the Amazon River into tributaries to places that had never seen a light-skinned person before. And the kids would run up to me, and they would rub my hand and my arms to see if the white dirt would rub off. And the um, um, and these people had no cancer, no heart disease, no Alzheimer's, zero. Absolutely none, because these are the illnesses of the West. But what I, when I started studying the medicine people there and going through their training, actually, to, to become a medicine person, they would say to me, you have to take this route for two weeks. And I'd go, why? And they'd say, well, it's always been done that way. And that wasn't good enough for me. I wanted the science, right? But they didn't science. But many years later, when we took that route into the laboratory, we found that what it did, basically to detoxify neurons, the, the brain, your brain cells, detoxified your brain and switched on the longevity genes and the repair genes inside the body. And luckily today, we can go to the health food store. You don't have to go to the, the Amazon and we can get the same superfoods, essential nutrients. Yeah, you know... Unless you want to come to the Amazon, which I'd be happy to show you someday. Oh, would I love that. I'd love to go on a trip with you. That'd be incredible. Yeah. You know, you you have a prescription right there in the book for the detox and the superfoods, and you mention the illnesses of the West. Let's talk about that because you do talk about our Western diet and what we need to do to radically shift some of the ways that we live and be in the world. Let's, let's talk about what's wrong with the Western diet and what are some of these illnesses of the West? Absolutely. You know, when I was in the Amazon, I found that they had none of the West. And then I began to search in the U.S. When did we start getting sick? And it happened, 
if you go back to the year 1900, 100 years ago, you find that one out of 20 people had cancer, that one out of 100 had dementia, that one child out of 2,000 had um, autism, and today one child out of 40 has autism, is diagnosed with autism. Uh, dementia afflicts one out of every two people that get to be 85 years old. And one out of people will get cancer in the course of their lives. I mean, these are the statistics in the U.S. today. So what went wrong? What was it? <clears throat> I mean, you don't have to go to the Amazon to find this. This, this is, you go back 100 years and you find that people, they still died from other causes, mostly lack of sanitation and horrible medical practices. And the uh, and even today, I don't know if you know this, but the third leading cause of death in America after heart disease and cancer are hospitals. So if you end up in a hospital, you have to get out of it as soon as you can walk or crawl because they, they're deadly. But the um, but what happened between 1900 and today were two things. First is that we started eating sugar. In the year 1900, we consumed five pounds of sugar per person per year. Today, we consume 200 pounds of sugar per person per year. And I don't know who's eating my chocolate chip cookies because I'm not. <laughs> so this is, a, this is a shocking amount of sugar. And the um, now... What's it, what it's doing is that it's creating an epidemic of obesity in the West and of, and of dementia. In fact, Alzheimer's today is being called type 3 diabetes because it's related to our tremendous consumption of sugar. That's number one. The second one happened in 1950 when a, a man, a scientist, was awarded the Nobel, the Nobel Prize for developing a new strain of wheat called dwarf wheat, which they attributed to saving the lives of a billion people. But this strain of wheat, which is the only wheat that's planted all around the world today, has 20 times more gluten than the old strains of wheat. And today, most of us are gluten sensitive. And we have to get off of the gluten which means the pasta, the wheat, the breads, all of the processed grains that, have, that have contain gluten for the body to be able to repair and to heal. So that's, that's number two. And, and the third one that happened also in the 1950s, early 1960s, is that we started using antibiotics in a massive way. And what antibiotics do, and they're incredible, they're wonderful, they saved my life in the, in the jungles when I picked up bugs and parasites. But the problem is that they destroy the flora in your gut. And when your intestinal flora is wrecked, you're not able to, you don't have an immune system anymore because 90% of your immune system is in your gut. And today we need to replenish the flora in our gut with good quality probiotics. And I recommend some in my book, One Spirit Medicine, because most of the off-the-shelf probiotics that we get are, are dead and they're useless. And in fact, it's so powerful what happens when you replace the flora in your gut with healthy flora that 
a bunch of symptoms over 200 different conditions disappear. And in fact, uh, physicians today are experimenting with fecal transplants. Have you heard of that? I've not heard of that. <laughs> fecal transplants basically are when you are given a, a pill of somebody's poop that has never had an antibiotic, that has really healthy flora, and it resettles your intestinal flora, and a host of symptoms disappear. Now, I'm not advocating that you go around eating anybody's poop, but, the, but you can get the same effect or close to it with really good quality probiotics. And, uh, and we need that. Because, you know, what, what probiotics do is that they turn broccoli and, and meat or fish into you. They turn something that is not you into you. So this is what your flora does. It takes the food that you eat and turns it into your body. And the, um, because we, do, we don't do hardly any digestion. All of our digestion happens from our intestinal flora. And if you can, re if you can restore your gut, you will begin to repair your brain. Because most of the emotional imbalances and mood disorders and mood swings that we have are not coming from your head. They're coming from your gut, from toxic bacteria that are releasing toxins into your bloodstream and affecting the brain. And this is what the shamans of all knew how to repair, and we can do that today. We have the tools. And we don't and have to go what, to the mountains in the Amazon to, to do this. We can do this right from our own health food stores. You can even order it from Amazon.com. <laughs> and <laughs> the you new still Amazon. get the same, the new Amazon, yeah. And, uh, but you, know, you have to know what to order and what to get. Yes, and, um, and you do have a specific directions for us in the book and and I have to tell you Dr. Vialdo I literally 10 years ago intuitively got rid of sugar in my diet and mm -hmm. gluten in my diet and changed the flora in my gut I literally could not walk a block and had so much pain and inflammation and those three things changed my life for good. So I'm really pleased that you're yeah. highlighting that. Oh, they're so important. And then once you do that, you have to begin taking the omega-3s. The omega-3 fatty acids are, are essent they're called essential fatty acids because we need them, but we can't get them in our food. We used to get them from fish. But all of our fish today is farm-raised, and it's raised on corn. So when you eat a nice salmon that's farm-raised, you're basically eating recycled corn. And it has no omega-3s. So the, uh, and breast milk is 40% omega-3 because the brain needs it. The, the brain of a young child, of developing child, needs the omega-3s. And when you don't provide the omega-3s for the brain, the brain begins to shrivel and to shrink. And then we're not able to have a, a new experience in our lives, and we stop learning, and we become angry people. Wow. You know, we just have a few minutes before we take a quick break here, Dr. Vialdo, and I, I just want to really acknowledge that what we're talking about 
right now is really foundational health. And there's so many um, beautiful prescriptions here in the book. And right after break, I want to really expand this conversation into uh, our opportunity to create extraordinary states of health and creativity and, and all That's the spirituality perfect. and the energetics here. But I want to remind our listeners first, they can find you at www.the4wins.com. We're talking with Dr. Alberto Vialdo, and you can again find him at www.the4wins.com. And we're really digging into the book, his new book, newly released, One Spirit Medicine. And what a treat this is, Dr. Vialdo. And after the break, I know you have a whole half a book that really talks us about, talks us through some of the um, shamanic practices and the spirituality. And the thing that I really love and appreciate about your book is the integration. You really are connecting mm. the ancient wisdom with the new and, and our health and wellness and everything. So we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to The Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected, when we return more with Dr. Alberto Vialdo. to styling your hair every day and do you want a good hairstyle every day hi i'm sarah schuster i went on a website called inventnow.org and after that i decided to invent something too something called the insta do just imagine you just put it over your head like a helmet does and you pick your hairstyle with the buttons on the side and you can have instant hairstyle in seconds People like it. People like Jeff Bart. I like it. And people like Kenneth. It's a summer thing, and it fits over your head, and it's great. Thank you, Kenneth. You should go to inventnow.org, and it could help you come up with your own invention. After all, look at me on the radio now. Anything's possible. Keep thinking. Get started on your own inventions, or just play some games at inventnow.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, the National Inventors Hall of Fame Foundation, and the Ad Council. Come to the forest. It's a place not so far away. A place where you don't have to mow the lawn. Or babysit. I saw lizards and squirrels and bugs. Ladybugs, caterpillars. It's really cool, actually. A place where you don't have to make time for free time. Lots and lots of kinds of species here. Out here, you may even meet the mysterious creature known as the other you. The enchanted you. It's magic what flowers do. The adventurous you. My favorite tree, yes, is that one. The free-to-be-me you. (laughs) Ask your parents to take you to this not-so-far-away place. Come to the forest, where the other you lives. But first, stop by discovertheforest.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. How do you wake up the entire African-American community to the hidden issue of mental health problems? Share your story. 
Four years ago, I went through something that was very difficult for me. I was faced with a very big challenge at a young age. I didn't want to tell my parents. I, I really didn't want to tell anybody, and I didn't. I shut down. And that's not a burden that any young person should have to carry at all. I, once I reached out to my sister, it got a little better. Once I told my mother, it got a little better. The more I talked about it, I felt it coming off. If you're strong enough to just open your mouth, that's all it takes. This is Terry Williams, co-founder of the Stay Strong Foundation. It's time for us to wake up, stand up, and speak up. Together we can do this. Search online for stories that heal. We must share ourselves. Healing starts with us. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, the Ad Council, and the Stay Strong Foundation. Now, back to the Dr. Julie Show. All things connected on Empower Radio. We're back on the Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected, and my guest today is Dr. Alberto Vialdo, and we're talking about his brand new book, One Spirit Medicine, and if you like what you're listening to today, you can go back and re-listen, share the archive with your friends. You can find it on thedrjulieshow.com and right here on Empower Radio, empowerradio.net, and you'll also find our upcoming shows, and you can share those as well. There's a lot of amazing guests coming on later this spring. Dr. Vialdo, right before the break, we talked about um, really the foundational part of your book, and you you go so deep into the integration of, of your lifetime of shamanic experience, bringing your wisdom in for readers to really understand their own spiritual path and how that's integrated into health. Let's let's expand our sexy conversation. <laughs> I love when you said science is sexy, but really the integration of this ancient wisdom and these um, modern science into evolutionary new forms is really sexy to me. Let's move this conversation into the spiritual part of this practice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The, um, you know, so where, where would you like to go with it, Dr. Joy? Well, you know, one of the things that I appreciate um, about your words and your book, and I, I guess I'm just going to be really frank here, hmm. a lot of what I've noticed over the last decade or two is that people bring in the old shamanic wisdom and they also bring in new age and in metaphysics and people are bringing in things that in their own language um, makes complete sense but what you do is you bring this in you bring the the shamanic ways the journeying the energetics of it and you bring it down to earth so people can really understand it and it's it's like you're modernizing the ancient just so we can hear it that it's palatable mm-hmm. to our ears maybe is what i want to say so let's talk yeah. about the energetics because you talk about the chakras you talk about our energy body the the light you talk about all of that but you you help it make sense for our listeners so i don't know if that's a direction but do you want to start us off about talking about our energy bodies and and really yeah. how this is also a spiritual that's journey a, that's a good place to start absolutely and you know the um we have an 
we're, we're so used to thinking in material terms, in terms of, of electrons, and not in terms of a field, which is a field of possibilities where you find the electron anywhere in that field. Uh, the, um, and this was debate that, that uh, physicists were having 100 years ago. Is the electron a particle or is the electron a wave? And they, de- they determined that the electron was both, but that the minute you measured it, it became a particle. And otherwise, it occupied this wave that could be every- anywhere in the universe. Now, we are the same way. We have a particle state, which is our body, which is where we are today. And we have a wave state in which we are everywhere. And the, um, and that wave state, actually, the way that it, it uh, continues when we're in the particle state is it continues in the form of a field around the body, a luminous energy field. And this field is created by activity in the central nervous system and along the nerves that run from the head all the way down to our toes, very, very long nerves that conduct electricity. And you know that you create a magnetic field perpendicular to any conductor. So we have this electromagnetic field that's actually an information field that organizes the body in the same way that a magnet organizes the glass. And it contains the information about how we will, how we will get sick, how we may die, and how we could live. So what we're interested in doing, actually, is in upgrading the quality of the information in the field, because this field is the software that informs the hardware, which is our DNA, how to create our bodies. And if we can upgrade the quality of the field, if we can download version 7.1 of the software, we can grow new bodies that age differently, die differently, that don't have to die, and that heal differently. So the, um, the energy field is absolutely essential. And the, um, there's an information field that contains within it all of the family genetics that we inherited and all of our history from our previous incarnations. All of that information is in the field. So if you don't upgrade the field, you're going to keep getting sick and, and dying the same way that your uh, family of origin did. And you're going to dramas and traumas. Remember what, when you said to yourself, I am never going to raise my kids the way that I was raised. And one day you look in the mirror and you go, oh my, become my mother or my father. So in the jungle, they call these generational curses. They go from one generation to the next. And we, so we have to clear the field, clear the imprints of disease from the field before they manifest. And this is what the shamans were masterful. Could in effect avoid getting sick. And, and even more than that, you could quantum leap into becoming a new species on the planet today. And uh, that the shamans call homo luminous, which have man, not just homo sapiens. So, the, um, so everything is, is in the energy field. 
and if you go to a Hopi medicine woman, you tell her the you know, that you have this terrible crisis going and your spouse has left you and she's going to not, she's not interested in the story. She's interested in energetics and in changing the energetics, which will then change the story, which will change her belief and change her body. Did that make sense? Yes, that makes perfect sense. And so, so how do we do that? How do we, I love the homo luminous, that's beautiful. And, you know, a lot of people are talking about that with a lot of different language. So I love that, that the old indigenous also talk about that and call it homo luminous. Mm-hmm. How do we upgrade the quality of the information in our field? What does that look like? Well, you've got to get into nature to do that. The way that you do that in the second part of One Spirit Medicine, it talks about the vision quest. How do you get into nature and recognize that you are at one with nature? And um, the, so to do that, you've got to go out for a walk, a vision quest. You've got to go out into nature. Uh, you, it's hard to do when, you're, when the television is on. So this is absolutely be critical and then your field will upload automatically because you have periodic upgrades of the software and you will upload these informations from nature directly but if you don't get on into nature you're working with the old software that you inherited from your family of origin that says that you're going to get a breast condition or a heart condition a you know you're only running on the the old programming so you what the shamans did through the vision quest mm. and nature is medicine itself in so many ways not only the plants that that we can use as medicine but just even laying on the earth and being one mm-hmm. with nature in in just real direct ways yeah you know, Julie, that we have the only mythology. You know, I, I was trained as an anthropologist, and when you were in the village in the Amazon, if you wanted to find about their, their culture, you asked them, tell me about how your world was created. And they would tell you the story of creation. And you knew their entire mythology. And we have in the West the kicked out of the garden and Nobody else in the planet was kicked out of the garden. The Aborigines weren't kicked out of the garden. The Sub-Saharan Africans, the Native Americans, they were given the garden, nature, to be the stewards of the garden. And we were cast out. Wow, so we don't belong in nature. So the way to upgrade our field, the way to do this grand kind of soul recovery is to return to nature and understand that we are children of the earth, that our mother has never left us. You know, if you understand that your mother wants you to be well, that Mother Earth wants you to be well, you're going to avoid a huge amount of psychotherapy because you'll deal with a lot of mommy issues. I appreciate that, looking at even the pathology of that disconnection and, and um, you know, Father Sky or that God that <laughs> cast us out of that garden uh, leaves yeah. us with a lot of woundedness. Oh, it's a terrible wound. 
And then when we're being kicked out of the garden, there's a voice that said to the woman, uh, it says, with no, to the man, the voice says, with the sweat of your back, you will take your fruit from the earth and it will grow thorns and thistles for you. Wow, what a curse. You know, the, the voice didn't say to the man, you know, the earth will grow strawberries, mangoes, and papayas, but thorns and thistles. And the um, and to the woman, the voice says, and cursed is the earth because of you. And now you're going to have to bear children in pain. And then we were kicked out of the garden. If I had been an anthropologist and I heard the story, I go, wow. <laughs> This is banished from the garden, and Mother Earth will not support her children. Whoa. So, but this is the story we got, and we inherited. And in One Spirit Medicine, in my book, I, I'm, I point out the need that we have today for a new story, individually, and a new story for the planet. Yeah, and I really appreciate the, that approach. And in, in fact, I was going to ask you that because we love um, here on the show to dream into a new world, dream a new world into being and, and co-create a positive future. So let's turn to that for a second here. What is your vision for the future? What is the new story? Where are we going and how are we going to get there? <laughs> Let me tell you first one thing we have to do to fix the old story before we can shed completely. Okay. So the, um, one of the things that the shamans do is that they are able to journey back along their timeline to reselect their genetic destiny, which means that they can go back to the moment of their conception because that's when your genetic destiny was selected in that 20-second interval in which you were conceived. And... I don't know about you, but my, my father did not go up to the sacred mountain and meditate for a week, and my mother did not go into the holy baths and bathe and prepare for that moment when I would be conceived, you know. Uh, in my case, it, there was a little bit too much alcohol involved, and my mother was not sure she was being made love to or what, and very inexperienced. And that instant of fear and trepidation, that's where my genetic destiny was selected. So the shamans, learn, and we can do this. Once you upgrade your brain, you can go back along your timeline. You can journey to the moment of your conception and select strong heart, good brain, good mind, clear body, strong body. And you can select, reselect your genetic destiny so you're not in the grip of the illnesses that have run into, have run our fa- through our families for generations. And then at that point, that's when you can begin to dream a new world into being because you've break, broken free from the grip of a, a fate that has been pre-selected for you by your genes and by your karma. You've got to do your healing. And then you can dream the world into being. Otherwise, we're doing a lot of wishful thinking. I know this is not a popular thing to say, but... You got to do your healing work first. Yeah, and the healing work doesn't have to be years and years and years in psychotherapy, digging up the dinosaurs in the oh, backyard. Absolutely not. Let them rest. 
Let them rest. Let them turn to fertilizer. And, and really, the thing that I appreciate about um, shamanism and what you're bringing into the book also is working from the energetic fields and and doing journeys and and um, soul retrieval and and a lot of the the different techniques that that shamans use. Those are things that can happen very quickly and efficiently. I want to say instantaneously, but a lot of times people want to bring back the old patterns and <laughs> and go back and grab them and bring them back along again. But it, it doesn't well, have to same. be years of healing. It's the same with the body. You know, in One Spirit Medicine, I point out you can grow a new body. You can start growing it six weeks. And, in, you know, and there's no one in the planet that's more than seven years old. Because every year as you grow an entirely new body, every cell in your body is changed. And if you can upgrade the field and the instructions, you can become healthier. Mm. And this is the, and we have, we know how to do it today. Yeah, but I mentioned that of, in the introduction of growing a new body and several people on social media said, what? <laughs> Tell me what that is. Yeah. So I was hoping you would address that. And yeah, you look at, we I do know, regenerate every when seven I talk years. To scientists and doctors and I go, here's the evidence. Look at neural stem cells developing after one week, new brain cells. Because remember when we went to college, we thought that every, Every glass of tequila that we had or every beer we had was 20,000 neurons we were killing. And then we discovered that the brain actually produces stem cells and every organ in the body produces stem cells. And we just simply know how, need to know how to switch that on so that this miracle that we are can help us grow a new body. Mm. I love that. Thank you for that. So... So, Dr. Vialdo, I mentioned before the break, talking about extraordinary states of health and creativity, and we're kind of bringing that to fruition. But I also asked you about, what's your vision for the future? And I wonder if you could tie that together for us. Well, for the shaman, it's, they say that we came here to do two things. The first one is to learn how to get out of this life alive. Because the greater reality occurs when, not when we are in our particle state, but when we're in our field state, in our energetic state. And we came into the school here in the earth to learn the lessons of infinity and immortality. So we came here to learn how to get out of this life alive. And the second topic is that we came here to dream the world into being. We didn't come here to spend another year in therapy. We came here to dream a new world into being, to dream our health into being, to dream beauty into being. And, um, and if, you know, this is what the task of the shaman is, because in our story of creation, in the seventh day, creation was complete, and all that was left was the naming of the plants and the animals. But in the shaman's story of creation... On the seventh day, the great spirit said, you know, I created the butterflies and the whales and the eagles. Now you finish it. You complete it. And that's what our task is, is to really complete creation. To, and to one of my teachers said to me, Alberto, we're not here only to grow corn. We're here to grow gods and to become divine. So this is what we're working on. Mm. And what does that look like 
for people who are not studying shamanism, who maybe they're listening and they've they've never come across anything of the shamanic traditions here, when we talk about getting out of this life alive and becoming this divine human, this homo luminous, help our listeners understand what that really means. Well, they should pick up my book, One Spirit Medicine, and uh, But prior to that, my earlier book, Shaman Healer Sage, describes the wisdom societies that thrived throughout the Americas for thousands of years until they were invaded by European conquerors and the, um, and the wisdom that they contained. For, and they were traditions of the feminine. Our traditions are very masculine. And even our science is very masculine. It wants to know the facts. And the shamans, for example, differentiate between the facts or information and knowledge. So that information is knowing that water is H2O, but knowledge means being able to make it rain. Information is having a diagnosis, whereas knowledge is being able to heal. And we're coming back now to the ancient wisdom traditions because we have exhausted the um, the masculine, invasive, chemotherapeutic, antibiotic, cutting down the rainforest. We've exhausted that mythology. We're ready for a new story. And the um, and the shamanic story is the um, is the ancient wisdom story. It's the um, it's the story of right relationship with the earth. But it's also very contemporary because it's right at the cutting edge of brain science and of quantum physics. Yeah, that is so true. The the science is right there now backing up a lot of our ancient traditions, which is really beautiful. When you talk about connection to the earth also, I'm wondering what the shaman says about connecting with each other and community and connecting with our body. Mm. Well, we are uh we are human family. You know, we are a human family. And, uh, and as we go through our own healing, which, as you say, can be very, very rapid, when you upgrade the brain, your emotions heal by themselves. Then you find that we are the human family. That they're, that, and then you begin to remember that we have been born many, many times through many lifetimes, that we have been brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers to each other. So how can you really despise anyone when they've been your child a couple of lifetimes ago? Hmm. So when you understand this wisdom, it's not only an idea, and it's not something you read or something someone told you, but but a discovery that you make as you upgrade the quality of your consciousness and of your brain. And frequently, people that are in spiritual paths, they they are still stuck in the... in between the body and the brain. And there's nothing more spiritual than biology. And they don't want to talk about the diet. When the, you know, some of my friends that are spiritual authors, they have the worst diet in the world. And the, um, they write the books, but they don't, but their, their, their bodies are dying. So you, we've got to respect the temple that we have. We have to upgrade the brain. And then we have to create become creators and creative. 
And this is at the core of One Spirit Medicine. And I invite our listeners to visit our website where there's a lot of good science behind what we're talking about at the4winds.com. Yeah, another really benefit of your website is not only all the research and really good articles and what have you, but you also do a lot of training in these very techniques that we're talking about. You train contemporary shamans. Is that true? We train, we train modern shamans. Absolutely. That's yes. What, what, do does that, what does that training look like? We just have a few minutes. I'd love for you to share that with our listeners. Well, we train shaman, modern shamans. We have a lot of doctors and nurses and healers and people that have a calling to become a healer. And uh, we train them in the practice of shamanic energy medicine. To, we learn how to clear imprints from the luminous energy field before it turns into illness. And even after the seizures press and when you clear the field, the blueprint, then the body recovers itself very rapidly. So we train practitioners in energy medicine and with the understanding that the way that you heal is not to treat disease, but rather you create the spiritual, the energetic conditions for health, and then disease goes away. Mm. We don't need to treat disease. In America, we don't have a health care system. We have a disease care system. And for the shamans, you create the conditions for health, and disease goes away. And it's really that simple. Wow. You know, you're giving our listeners today so much to just soak in. There's so much goodness here and, and insight and inspiration, really incredible. And I just want to remind the listeners that the book is jammed, packed, full of everything that you're hearing as well. It's just really yummy. And actually, the cover feels amazing and incredible, too. Mm. It's just so yummy. One Spirit Medicine. We're talking with Dr. Alberto Vialdo. And what a delight it has been having you here with us today, Dr. Vialdo. Thank you so much for sharing the Thank essence you. of you, you and One Spirit Medicine with us. Thank you for the beautiful work you're doing, and let's bring it into the world. Let's dream that world into being. Let's do that. Listeners, I'd love to hear from you. If you're ready to dream that world into being with us, hop on our social media, All Things Connected with Dr. Julie on Facebook. We're also on Twitter. You can find Dr. Vialdo at the4wins.com. He's also on Facebook and Twitter under his name and under the book title. So make a connection, stay connected, and we will dream this world into being. Thank you again. It has been such a delight, Dr. Dr. Vialdo. Thank you. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. We'll be right back here next week. Bye-bye.